Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. You're listening to the podcast guaranteed to take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of Best Year Ever Coaching. Here is Hal Elrod. All right, everybody, welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host and your friend, Hal Elrod, and uh, I'm interviewing uh, a buddy of mine today. He, uh, he's become a friend over the last... Actually, we've only met, Matt, we, we met like a ye- less than two years ago or two years yeah, at the most, a little, right? little under two years. Nice. You actually have the anniversary in your calendar, so you know, right. <laughs> it popped up. You've been, my- you've been waiting to uh, send me that. All right, so no, two years, uh, and uh, it's interesting. I'm looking at your podcast here. And we, uh, I was like, we've interviewed a lot of the same people, which makes sense because we run in the same circles and it just happens to be some pretty, you know, pretty cool people uh, in our circles, some pretty, pretty successful heart centered uh, entrepreneurs. We got David Osborne was actually your first episode. I was your, I'm looking right here on your uh, website. I'm your second episode, which I'm, I'm honored. Honored and then a little bit offended that I was after Osborne, but he, it's, if there's anybody I'm after, that's uh, that's pretty good. Osborne paid me off, dude. Sorry. No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, I just realized Ye- Mark Yegi. I don't have Mark Yegi. By the way, for anybody listening, you can go to millionairemindcast.com. Uh, and I know I'm not, I'll give your intro here in a second, but uh, the uh, I'm on the phone, uh, on, on the line, on Skype, technically, uh, with Matt Atchison. And uh, he is, uh, amongst many things, which we'll talk about today, he is the host of the Millionaire Mindcast. It is a podcast, and I'm looking at people. Uh, Tim Rode is a mutual guest. Peter Shankman uh, is a mutual guest. Peter Shankman, that's great. Um, and uh, I saw Honoré Corder, my uh, business partner you've had on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I could keep going, man. This is great. How many episodes have you done now? Scroll down to the bottom. We're, we're 48. So we're three months in. We're doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The Mondays, you know, the millionaire interviews, um, which is obviously it's on mindset, money, and the journey of getting there, but also not just accumulating the material possessions, but, you know, what that money can do for you and how you can build it with purpose behind it. So um, Mondays and then Wednesdays is just short little five minute wealth tip. And then Fridays, it's a food for thought, something thought provoking that, you know, challenges your mindset. And hopefully inspires you to, you know, level up in a specific area or continue on the path, you know, that you're doing. That's right. I love that. I mean, that's a serious commitment, and I love the diversity and you know the dynamic of of your format, if you will. But uh, three three days a week. That's that's a serious commitment. I love it. It's a lot, man. Knowing how well- now looking back, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but it's always ambitious in your in your mind you know, totally like, oh i could do this and this and that would be cool and, and then you're like oh actually it's a lot of work doing wow that. i didn't realize everything that went into that but it's cool man seeing the impact that it's having getting the messages i mean i know you get it all the time with your community i'm a part of your community and you know all the things that people take away from it you don't necessarily think about going into it. And so it's really cool to see the impact that it's having, the momentum that we're gaining. And that's what continues to, you know, fuel the fire. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, I mean, the one thing that, you know, when you, when you meet somebody and anybody, you don't, you know, it takes a little while to get to know their heart and, and know who they are and, and where their values are. And, and if they're aligned with yours and all of that. And, um, you know, I quickly, uh, w- the more you and I got to, to chat and to know each other, I quickly realized that, oh, this, you know, Matt Atchison guy is, uh, he's, you know, he's very heart centered. He, he genuinely 
cares about doing good and serving and helping other people. It's it's not an act. It's not a you know part of his just his brand. I mean, it, it's who he is at the core. So uh, I, I really uh, I really enjoyed getting to know you better, man. I appreciate that, man. That's uh, that's a an amazing compliment and the best compliment I can ask for. So thank you. You got it. You got it. Well, let's do it. Let's do like an official intro here. Hold on. Pretend I didn't bring you on yet <laughs> and just randomly start talking about your podcast. Um, all right. Goal achievers. Let me, <clears throat> let me give an official introduction for our guest today. Uh, Matt Atchison is a millennial entrepreneur. Uh, when you find out how much he's accomplished, you're like, you're, you're how old again? What? That's crazy. Uh, but uh, he's a real estate investor and a wealth building evangelist who has had great success following his turbulent start. After being expelled his senior year of high school uh, to later facing felony charges in college, when all hope seemed to be lost, Matt decided that his past would not equal his future. He committed to leading an intentional life and since graduating from UC Santa Barbara has gone on to found and participate in multiple companies with real estate construction and personal development industries Matt has been ranked in the Wall Street Journal top 1000 for real estate teams nationwide he has personally flipped over 100 houses in the last five years he hosts a top ranked podcast as I mentioned it's called the millionaire mindcast and he now passionately mentors others on their journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life and it really is uh, an honor I have no doubt that you guys are gonna get a ton of value because Matt is as brilliant brilliant uh, as he is anything else. So Matt, uh, you ready to, to rock this thing? Let's dive in, man. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, I need like a, I need a, I need a, I need a cool, I need a bunch of cool stuff for the podcast, like phrases, like, you know, like my buddy John Lee Dumas is goes, are you ready to ignite? You know? Like, yeah. Right. I like, are you ready to, uh, you know, say the <laughs> next words that we're going to say? Like, <laughs> Dude, but that's what makes your podcast and <laughs> just you, your brand in general is you are authentic you're not scripted it's just how and that's i think true. that's what everybody loves about you man authentic is uh, just a, a nice way of saying you know random unprepared <laughs> all over the place but i'll take it i like authentic. Hey, you're gonna read between the lines <laughs> yeah that's how i like it good touche all right so uh, so here's the deal everybody if you're tuning in uh if this is your first podcast episode uh, I'll fill you in on what we're doing right now. We're doing a little bit of a series that we did last year. And to be completely transparent, this is a uh, a, a way of uh, telling you about people that attended our best year ever blueprint last year. It's our live event every December. And uh, but but it's you know, it's so so selfishly we're we're wanting to get the word out about the event uh this year we, we bought we got a bigger room so last year we had 330 attendees this year we're going for 450 uh so we we do want to get the word out of course but we want to do it in a way that is uh authentic and not salesy and not cheesy and we thought what better way this is something i tried last year kind of an experiment i thought what better way what you know this is the achieve your goals podcast we've had some amazing success stories of people that have attended the best year ever blueprint event and then gone on to just literally make you know have their best year ever uh in a lot of different ways and i thought well what if we interviewed them you know instead of just calling out to authors and you know whoever what what if we just reached out to people that have had amazing results and we extracted what were the big uh goal achievements that they that they had since attending best year ever and then specifically more importantly what are the valuable tangible actionable lessons or strategies that uh that they implemented that allowed them to achieve such great success and achieve their goals that they can share with our 
listeners, and uh, and here we have it. So so far so good. We get amazing uh, amazing feedback on this epi- these episodes, and uh, I think this is the third one for 2016. And uh, we'll probably last read at eight, so I don't have an exact formula. We'll uh, we'll, we'll see how, how many we, uh, we end up with here. But uh, but uh, Matt, so uh, let, let's let's start. Let's back up. You you I, we alluded to some of your past, right? Uh, kicked out your senior year of high school. Um, felony in college. Sounds like we could have hung out together, by the way, <laughs> you know, as teenagers. You know, sounds like we would have been on the same page for sure. But uh, but talk, tell me about that. Tell me like what 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 was, tell me where the turbulence, uh, where what what hap- was happening there, and and how you turned that around. Yeah, you know, I was just in a space in my life where I think all of us can relate to when we are teenagers, right? It's like this world within us inside of another world, and we just don't pay much attention to what we're doing. We don't think about a lot of the repercussions of our actions. And I was running in a particular circle, engaging in particular activities that just were not positive. They weren't conducive to you know the goals and everything that I had said and told people I wanted to accomplish in my life. You know, the audio basically was not matching my video and the the way my life was playing out. And so I got expelled from high school for getting into a physical altercation. And then um, I had to go through this entire checklist of things in order to have this expunged off my record and, you know, be able to move on basically with my life. And so that was kind of my first major turbulent experience with, oh man, this is real. Like my my actions actually have repercussions behind them. And hmm. so I was able to get through all of that and um, I was a very good academic student and UC Santa Barbara was the only school that didn't get wind of my expulsion. And looking back on that, man, was that the best blessing in disguise ever. And so I ended up getting into UC Santa Barbara. And my first month of college, I literally ended up getting in the exact same situation that got me expelled from high school. So I got arrested for another physical altercation. Wow. I was intoxicated. I was, you know, just in a very poor state and um, I remember waking up in that jail cell and looking at my surroundings, thinking about what my future was going to be, how this was, it was that real like, oh shoot Shoot. moment, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we can cuss on here or not, but it was that oh shiz moment I call it, where I was thinking, man, is this what my life is going to look like moving forward and I had some major reflection time and I remember you know, you call that one person. And for me, it was my dad. And I called him and uh, I was sobbing like a little girl. And he said, you know, hey, everybody makes mistakes. How you respond to those mistakes is going to tell me what your character's like, what direction you're going in. And, you know, think of, I'm sure a lot of people have heard this analogy of the rear view mirror and the windshield. And he said, you know, your rear view mirror is there for you to remember what, what's going on behind you. But if all you did was focus on that, you would lose sight of the windshield and the vision and everything that's going on in front of you and you'd crash and burn. So remember that you can you know, use that rearview mirror to kind of guide you sometimes here and there and don't forget those mistakes and those you know, challenges that you've had. But at the end of the day, you got to stay forward thinking. You got to stay focused on what you're going to do and you got to go out and do it. You know, you can have this vision, you can think big, you can say you're going to do all these things, but if you don't go out and execute on it, you're just living this beautiful life in your head. And I didn't want to live a fantasy anymore. I wanted to actually go out and have the impact that I said I wanted to have. I wanted to 
play out and feel and experience this real life that, you know, scared me a lot of the times, but also excited me. And from that day on, I got out. And you, how old uh, were you uh, when that, that uh, alter, was, altercation was ni- in college? I was 20 years old. Okay, yeah, got it. I was it. 20 years old. And so um, I got out the next day. I immediately got a job where I ended up working there at an investment firm for three and a half years full time while going to school. And you know, my world changed. A lot of things, you know, I edited my peer group. I got into some different community activities. I, I really took some different steps to match the video with the audio this time. And, and that's really kind of what led me down this path of entrepreneurship and personal development and just wanting to, you know, live out being who I really wanted to be. And, and so you, the investment firm you worked at for three and a half years. So from what, 20 to 24-ish or around that? I, well, actually, you know what? I was 19 when I got arrested. So okay. 19 to 21 was basically the, the time that I'd worked there. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then you got into real estate after that? Yeah. So I graduated like most people do nowadays and have all kinds of debt. And then <laughs> they have no idea what the hell they just spent their money on and what they're going to do to actually go out and make money. And at a young age, my mom had always been taking me to these real estate investing seminars, 12, 13, 14. And at the time I you know, I wasn't really engaged with it. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't plugged in. And Now, was she already a real estate investor? No, my mom never, huh. you know, there's a lot of people who go to seminars, right? And they <laughs> yeah. pay for the stuff, they get all yeah. fired up about it, and then they go back to their day job, which is understandable, it's relatable. And when she was doing that, I was going into her office reading all of the things that she had purchased. And so I wasn't necessarily implementing them that at that time, but it had kind of burned this bug in my belly to maybe keep an eye on what real estate and the real estate investing world could provide. And so when I graduated, you know, I looked at a couple different things. And for me, I knew these three things. I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. I knew that I didn't want to have a ceiling of achievement over me. And I knew that I wanted to be able to connect with awesome people, have an impact and be able to, you know, grow myself. And so real estate checked all those boxes starting out. And that's when I started my traditional real estate team. And in the process, um, I started investing in real estate at the same time. And over you know time, I was seeing how much money I was referring out to contractors. So I got involved in a construction company as well. Got it. And that, so, and at a young age, I mean, when I met you and people were talking about, you know, we were we were at the uh, at a mastermind and people, go, you know, Matt Atchison. I said, no, no, no I haven't. You know, I met him briefly, but and they're you know they're talking you up, and I'm going, wait, wait, him? He's he looks really young. You know, <laughs> he's done all of that already. Like, wow. All right, all right. It's pretty impressive. Um. So, uh, and then most recently, uh, you know, what's exciting? You're uh, you've got a one and a half year old daughter who I I just you know I see you on Facebook and of course yep. right posting pictures and you just seem to be a very dedicated dad. I know that's one of the things we're going to talk about, um, and uh, getting married next month in Lake Tahoe, which is exciting. Right? Oh yeah! Congratulations! Thank you, man. Um, yeah. So you came to Best Year Ever last year, and uh, and and then a couple of things. I'd love to just you can you can go from the first right into transitioning into into your first big goal. But what were your thoughts when you came to Best Year Ever? Um, and then how did you know how did that kind of spark uh, what what you're going to share with us today? These three you know um, remarkable or or uh, just 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 really worthwhile and meaningful goals that you've accomplished. And, and I know you're going to say how you've done it, but I'd love to hear kind of uh, you know what, uh, what what was your mindset at Best Year Ever, and and then how did that transition into these goals? Yeah, you know that's it's funny you ask that because when I go to conferences, a lot of people choose the conference based on the title. And maybe what the content being shared is going to be about. 
Yeah. And for me, a lot of the times when I go to seminars or conferences, I actually choose it based on who's hosting or the person. Sure. And knowing about you and getting to know you through GoBundance and just getting to spend more time around you and hear your story, see what you were all about. Um, you know, I was more so excited about the idea of, yeah, I wanted to have my best year ever, but I wanted to see what Hal was doing because I knew that when you put your, you know, when you put your heart and soul into something, you really go all out and you do it with a way that you're going to provide value to people. So I knew going into it that, you know, I was going to be open for anything that, that came. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I've been to You didn't know that I was of... going to give the mic to John Berghoff and let him run it. <laughs> Dude, and then I realized all the brains were on that side of the fence. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Fair enough. But it was one of those things where um, going into it, you know, I was optimistic. I've been to a lot of different conferences. And I can honestly say this was one conference. I was chatting with a buddy of ours uh, who's attended both of yours, Lance Salazar. And mm. Lance and I were talking. I said, man, you know, I've been to a lot of conferences and I haven't been to one where emotionally I've felt so connected to the room and the people and the speakers and the mission. And so for me going from, you know, day one to day three, because I was um, a part of the uh, kind of bonus day, it was one of my favorite experiences that I've ever had at a conference. And the takeaways that I had were just awesome and really gave me that, you know, that motivation to go out and have my best year ever. And so that's, that was my intention this year. I mean, if you look, if we were doing a video, you would see, I have this massive calendar. It's a full year calendar. And I mean, this is, this will take up a whole wall in your house. It's that big, right? <laughs> and on the top of it, I wrote across in big, bold letters, my best year ever. Nice. And so, you know, without that, uh, without going to your event, without connecting with all the amazing people in the community, I mean, I can honestly say that this has been my launching pad, especially with some of the goals that I laid out that I'll talk about for getting me into this space and, and catapulting me onto uh, to new exciting things that have allowed me to be productive and have my best year ever. Yeah, because that's one thing that, and by the way, I, I really appreciate the you know the the kind words, and I, I know that you mean it. But it um, the what I what what is neat about, and you said some of this branching out right, is that you were already very successful. And I think that one thing that, you know, one of my coaching clients right now is writing a book called Resucceed. And it's kind of for people that are already really successful. Like, how do you resucceed? Like, how do you actually go and branch out or go bigger or, you know, achieve fulfillment when maybe you've got success that's measurable, but the fulfillment, it's hard to measure fulfillment, right? So the point being, I think that's what you really, to me, kind of did this year is you were already very successful, but you re-succeeded, right? You like, you took it to a whole new level and just not even just a new level, just different new levels, right? Just new branching out. So let's talk about that. So, um, the, uh, some of the big goals, I, I know one of the big ones, you have a family now, so let's, uh, let's start there. Yeah. So I'm getting married this year in Tahoe to my beautiful bride to be, I got a healthy daughter and, you know, being an entrepreneur or being just a human being in general, right? We get sucked up into this vortex of busy, busy, go, go, go. And um, I am probably one of the most guilty people of that where I just cannot turn my brain off. I can't stop. And a lot of the times I bring work and business home with me and that whirlwind home with me. And, you know, there were times where we were having seasons of struggle in that space when, you know, 
it's this is family time. This is home time. This is sacred time. And that was really one of my focuses this year was I need to focus on family first. And as much as I can continue to charge that mountain of entrepreneurship and business and all the other goals that I have, I also wanted to make sure that family was the number one priority and life was scheduled around that. Mm. And so being intentional about how I approach that and the things that I knew I wanted to do and to actually see them happen and take priority over some of the other things that necessarily, you know, took priority over my family before, as sad as that may sound, um, I've really made an intentional decision about that this year and it's, it's been awesome. We're having the best year ever. Yeah, when that's I mean I think that you're it's 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 very common for all of us but especially entrepreneurs, right? Is that like you're we're so driven, you know, to achieve and and accomplish things that that it is I mean I've I've been there before where like I said family was my first priority and they were in my heart, right? But my schedule didn't reflect that. And when your schedule doesn't reflect your priorities, they're not really your priorities, right? You know, your family just cuz you say you're number 1, you know, mm-hmm. but I got to go. I got to get back to work, you know. Um so yeah, you, you and I both I think uh, that that was a big a big a big shift this year was making that a big a big priority and and you said um I mean the the how just just so I'm clear the how was a, simply a shift in in how you scheduled things right yeah I mean one of my things is if it's not in your schedule it doesn't exist and yeah. in my world I mean if it's not in I live on my schedule and if it's not in there then I forget about it. I mean, it's the littlest and most simplest of things, or it could be, you know, a big appointment, whatever it may be, it has to be tangible and visible in my calendar for me. And so my life really runs off of my planner and my schedule. And um, one of our, you know, other QLM family members and BYEB attendees, Brandy Salazar, which is a a great friend of mine, we uh, created a planner like two or three years ago as accountability buddies. And, we live in that thing. I mean, that is like my living, breathing, you know, buddy. And it's kind of like my, my right-hand man. And so I have all of my goals mapped out in there first. And we start with the 12-month goals, break it down into the quarterly, break it down into the monthly, break it down into the weekly, and almost into the daily habits and activities and disciplines that need to be, you know, checked off or, or completed in order to eventually, by 12 months, in the future have those accomplished. And so that was when I decided, hey, before I map out all these other goals, all of these other intentions, let's put down what's most important. And then after the family time, the activities, and those things are in there first, then I can map everything else around that. So kind of shifting that, you know, that was usually one of the second or third things that I put in there because it was either, you know, a big financial goal or a big business accomplishment. And this year, it was all about the family. Well, and I want to ask you for in a, in a second for some specifics around, you know, what are the activities that you're putting in for your family and, and when are those activities? But I just want to pause for a second for our listeners. And, you know, this is like the least sexy key to success, but it's <laughs> arguably the most important. And it's the word scheduling. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. People are like, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you, right? You either schedule time to do it, or if you don't know how to do it, you schedule time to learn how to do it, period. Like, that's it, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a, it's a learned lesson. I mean, it's a muscle, right? At the end of the day, it comes back to a habit. Yeah. And your success or failure in that particular thing is going to be a reflection of your habits. Yeah. So that was where I was like, okay, I need to, I really need to get dialed in with what are my habits around this? And then we started, you know, planning and also including them in some of the things of, 
you know, what was it that was going to, what, what's a win look like for her, right? Because maybe there's things that for me make sense and are goals of mine, but they may not reflect what, you know, makes my fiance happy or, you know, what makes my daughter happy. So those were the things where not only did I want to get those scheduled, but I also wanted to include them in the process of what those activities and things look like. So everybody feels like we're having a win in that space. Got it. Got it. So including, including your fiance and including your, well, your daughter's one and a half. So I don't know how much. (laughs) Yeah. She didn't have much input. Input. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetie, you like that? You want to go to the zoo? Okay, good. Got it. Got it. All right. So I love it. So, so the first, the first goal, uh, was, was really to focus on family first. You did that through scheduling and just making sure a, that you prioritize family as the first thing in your schedule, family activities. Uh, and, and again, can you share some examples of, of what some of those were? Is it dinner at a certain time? Is it, you know, date night? Is it, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So Marie was finishing up nursing school. So our life has been kind of chaos this last two years where I've we haven't had a routine. pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a routine. We haven't had a schedule. But there were certain things that were kind of our sacred time. Weekends were one of them. And Marie and I, religiously, every Saturday and Sunday, we take Ella for a walk. We go get coffee. And we've been doing a book club. And so yeah. that's a way for her and I to, you know, kind of do something together, reading this book. And then we talk about it on the weekends. So that's been a great one religiously we schedule date night that was one of the things that you know all of my mentors all of my friends has said you know if you're going to do anything with your partner you guys can hate each other not want to be around each other do date night every single week and that will help eliminate those concerns and issues because you just have that sacred time and space so date night was one big one and then just play you know we, we we get too caught up in all of the craziness of life and we get too serious sometimes and I don't know about you, but some of my favorite times with Marie or I'm sure with, you know, Ursula are when you guys are just hysterically laughing and having fun. (laughs) So what do we need to do in order to make sure we put ourselves in a space and environment and an energy that allows us to have fun? And so that's doing things like outdoor hikes and, you know, watching Netflix or, you know, certain things like that. So it was just uh, getting intentional about what that looked like for her, for me, and then getting it on paper. I love it. I love it. Great tips, man. So what what was your second big uh, goal that you achieved this year? Well, you know, so you knew I've I, one of the reasons why also I attended BYEB was my identity, my passion, a lot of the things that I've done for a really long time and how I've grown my wealth and success has been in this real estate industry, in this real estate space. Mm-hmm. And I've also just grown so passionate about mentoring others, about sharing content sharing access to experiences and all the different things that I felt and knew served me at a really high level on my journey. And I wanted to do a podcast. And that was kind of the first step of me kind of taking um, a leap of faith into this new space, this unknown, you know, coaching, mentoring, you know, public figure style type of world. And I'm still, you know, the, the naive I think kid on the block that doesn't know much of what the <laughs> hell he's doing. But at the end of the day, you know, I knew I wanted to go in this direction. I was burning the boats and that's where I was going. And I automated, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the other world or decided to, you know, passively disconnect from it and focus a lot of my time and energy on this. And so I said, I'm going to start a podcast. And I had that launched on May 1st. And so we've been running, you know, the Millionaire Mindcast for the last almost four months now. And it's been quite 
uh, an amazing experience. It's been extremely challenging. I've started a couple different businesses from the ground up, and I can say that you know this world, this environment is uh, is a whole nother beast. Yeah, yeah. The the, the personal development, you know, if you will, uh, I guess that's how I categorize kind of the industry. Yeah. Really, really cool, and and I mean, you're, I mean, I, I've, you know, I was on the podcast. You're a great interviewer, but I've, I've, I've listened to your podcast and and just seen the feedback and the reviews and the comments, and, and people are are loving the Millionaire Mindcast, man. So I and I remember, I can remember the conversations we had, you know, <laughs> not a year ago, but we, right after Best Year Ever, and you were asking me questions, right, you know, about about launching a podcast and what that looked like and who you needed, and I think you 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 hired a consultant, right, to kind of help you. Yeah, I'm a I'm, I'm a big believer in coaching and mentorship. You know, one of my favorite sayings is, "Hey, I'm I'm a student of life, and I'm always looking for my next teacher." And if that dude, means we got I'm, that in the book, we got I know, that in man, the book. that's my first official quote. <laughs> I know, dude. That's I'm feeling the, good about that. Yeah, just real quick, let me pause for a second. Let's already. So, um, we were at where were we when that conversation? We were in Chicago. In Chicago, we were in Chicago at the Miracle Morning Mastery event, and uh, and uh, I forgot the what was the context of what what everybody was sharing. You know, um, it was Tanya and I were up on stage with John, and that's we right. You're being interviewed, mm-hmm. and so Matt shared that he always wanted a to have a quote, right? Like a quote that was quoted by people or that was in print somewhere, and uh, and we just uh, uh, had the so the uh, Miracle Morning uh, Art of Affirmations coloring book is just launched, I believe, and. Um, the uh and and you know and I, I was like hey we're gonna make that happen Matt your quote is going in the art of affirmations coloring book and uh, kids and their parents all around the world will be drawing not just writing the quote or seeing the quote they'll be coloring the quote which is cool so, so. cool yeah, yeah I mean it's one of those things where I just didn't feel like I was official until I had a quote you know yeah. what I'm saying so it was like I need to come up with something cool and so for me it was you know I'm a student of life and I'm always looking for my next teacher and I've never really considered myself the fastest, the smartest, the strongest, but I'm a really, really, really hard worker. I'm diligent and consistent, and I'm good at modeling after other people who are more successful and have already been there and done that. And so in order for me to shorten up my learning curve and, you know, avoid some of the failures, I mean, I'm all about feeling forward and just, you know, cannonballing in and learning along the way. And at the same time, you know, there's a time and a place for getting a coach, getting a mentor. And ever since I've gotten into business in every industry, every space, I've had at least one coach, whether that's a business coach, a spiritual coach, a health coach, whatever it may be, I always have coaches. And so for this particular endeavor, this new venture, I said, okay, well, I need to, you know, model after the other great podcasts like yourself and, you know, other people who are doing it at a really high level that are in alignment with my vision and my goals and that I can learn from. And at the same time, I need someone who can really give me that hands on accountability because, you know, we all know that when it comes down to having the plan, it's one thing, but to executing on the plan, it's another thing. And oftentimes when you have so much stuff going on, you know, we can be the best excuse givers in our own life. And having someone call me out on my BS and hold me accountable to doing the things that I told myself and them that I wanted to do, that's what allowed me to, I probably would have taken nine, 10 months to get the podcast out. Shoot, it may may not even be out right now. So I am really grateful for my coach, my mentor who helped me get that, that up and running. 
Very cool, and I and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I I think that it's um you know, like Michael Jordan. There's a I'll paraphrase, but the quote, you know, he said like I I am the player I am because of my coaches, you know, and, and granted, I think that that's you know partially true. There's the you know he he is who he is because of him more first and foremost. But um, but you know the best in the world always have coaches, and I'm the same way. I hired my first coach when I was 25, I think, and you know at 37, I'm still hiring coaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So your, your needs change, your goals change, and obviously you want to surround yourself with the best people in the world doing what they do best you know if you look at shoot professional athletes they all have coaches and the coaches have coaches or they have at least a board of directors that they lean on so there's always somebody bigger better smarter out there and you know it's it's our job to go out and find those people and learn from them absolutely man well let's uh what's the third and final um uh the third and final goal that you achieved this year since best year ever blueprint that uh you know this one's actually i know what it is and it's exciting because this to me the, the whole idea of scaling and automating nothing gets me more excited in terms of business in the future but uh but talk about what you did and, and how you did that yeah so automating my real estate investing business and expanding it growing it and kind of adding some new uh branches to that tree and i have you know as we've grown and expanded, I'm having my best investing year ever. But at the same time, um, I wanted to add a few new things to it. And one of those in alignment with my podcast and coaching and mentoring and offering other people, you know, value and opportunity was, um, I'm a real estate flipper and I buy rental properties. And, you know, a lot of people think that real estate investing is this, you know, mythical unicorn flying up there and only a few people can do it. And it's really, it's it's simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it's simple. And so um, I've automated my business in a way that allows me to spend more time on this mentoring and coaching program that helps people become uh, a real estate flipper and a mastermind community that goes along with that. And so we're launching that here um, in October, and I'm pretty excited about that. That's that's kind of my next baby that I'm really um, launching with the podcast and uh, my my investing business. And there was a lot of missing pieces, you know, when you add all of these new things onto your plate, it's either you take them or you find a way to, you know, chop those up and delegate. Yeah. And I was missing certain key players on the bus. I had a lot of empty seats in this bus of, you know, hey, we're going to uh, real estate investment town over here. And uh, I was looking behind me and there was uh, there was nobody on the bus. <laughs> so I needed to, you know, identify who those people were, what those roles and job descriptions looked like and then I needed to go out and you know attract that necessary talent in order to go help me build this vision and be able to offer that value and achieve those goals that I had so that was a a big piece for me of you know getting some amazing talent on the team and um, I mean the ability to cover the ground that we've covered in such a short amount of time I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for for the team I mean I would not be able to do half of what I do without them. So, so let's, you know, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you just, you, you succeed through the people around you and, and, and it's awesome to be able to have those people in my world. So for you, because you've got this passion of diving into this kind of the personal development world and the training and coaching and mentoring world. And so this, you had a successful real estate investing business. And to do that, you needed to, you know, have leverage and, and scale up and, and, and build a team. I'd love to dive in a little bit for people listening on, you know, what that looks like, like getting clear on what team you need or, or how many people you need or like, you know, that, that for, I think most people, uh, is it's, you know, it's like, well, 
running a business is one thing, but how do you how do you replace yourself, you know, so to speak? So um, I'm curious as to uh, how you figured out which roles you needed, which people on, you know, which, which roles on the bus and uh, what, what those seats looked like and, and then how you filled them. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we were recently at a mastermind at a David Osborne's house in Steamboat and he was gracious enough to connect us with a, a guy named John Hayden who sold his insurance company, a family-owned third-generation insurance company for over a billion dollars and he netted wow. some ridiculous amount of money, over half a billion in the deal. Wow. And we went up to his house and he just was open mic sharing a lot of the things that he had learned over his journey and one of the things that he just continuously harped on was the fact that he had an amazing team around him and how he was able to grow that team. And, you know, one of the things that he said that really, you know, resonated with me and and hit me hard was he just basically said a single individual can only get you so far. You can't scale yourself, right? And so that w- that forces you to have to become a better leader to have better communication skills, have better vision, better clarity. And so those were a lot of the things that I realized, you know, I was going to need to be better at and commit to being better at. You know, you don't just put a chip in your brain and be like, okay, all of a sudden I'm Tony Robbins and I can inspire this person and, you know, turn their life around. Or all of a sudden I'm a Warren Buffett and I know how to run a multi-million dollar business or I'm a John Maxwell and I'm this amazing leader. That takes time and commitment. But knowing what was missing it would at least allow me to be able to find ways of being more intentional of filling those gaps. So, you know, mind mapping first and foremost of what does this organization chart look like in this particular business and opportunity and what roles are needed in order for me to at least get to this milestone and obviously have these massive, you know, two, five, ten year visions, but let's 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 break it down into, you know, tangible bite size nuggets so we're not too overwhelmed. And then by doing that, you know, we can start identifying based on those roles, what projects and activities can we delegate and keep in that lane? And then based on those roles, activities, and, you know, things that need to be accomplished, what personality styles fit those roles best, right? Somebody who has an amazing personality, loves connecting with people, and, you know, is always looking for that next experience isn't going to fit well in our, you know, research data entry position. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're not throwing a square peg into a round hole. I wanted to be able to clearly identify personality, activity, and position and responsibility. And then let's go out and let's attract those people. Let's find those people. And in order to do that, we had to be clear on the vision, the mission, and the opportunity. Got it, man. I love it, dude. I love how succinct you're able to articulate what, what it is that you did. Uh, and what does your team look like now? How many people are on the on the team uh, at the present moment? And is it is is the bus full, or is there still positions that you need? Oh to fill? no, man. We got we got plenty of room on the bus. <laughs> and, and I'm a big believer in leading with revenue. So we like to run as lean as we possibly sure, can. Sure, I sure. mean, I look Smart. at it like a cup, right? You put a cup underneath a, a water faucet, and until that cup is overflowing. Then you put another cup underneath it to catch what's you know going over the edges. Mm, got it. And so leading with revenue is, is a big, you know, model that I I always follow. And so right now we're running pretty lean. I mean, um, we have I'd say a total of 
six people running on the team with, you know, course creation content to online marketing strategies to um, two, you know, full-time gals inside, uh, in-house with the marketing creation and the administrative staff and stuff like that. And then we have a few interns and people that are just really excited about what we're doing and want to help and see that there's room for opportunity and growth and that they can learn in that process. So, you know, we've got a, a lot of paid people, but we also have some people that are just helping out of the goodness of their heart and see opportunity as this vision, as this brand gets bigger. There's definitely room for more seats on the bus. And I, as a, as a leader, I mean, I want to provide as much opportunity and as much growth for these people. It's my obligation and my duty to take care of them and allow them to be intrapreneurs within my entrepreneurial vision. And, you know, we can all succeed and accomplish this together way better than I would ever be able to do it by myself. So, you know, trying to continue to grow and expand that for them is a really big driving factor for me on a daily basis. Yeah, and I, I think that you like for me uh, starting with in, you know an intern is a great way for someone that's like scared or you know a little nervous or or a little bit uh, apprehensive in terms of the financial aspect of of starting to build a team. Uh, you know, I, I started with an intern and she's now my chief of staff and helps me run everything. Um, but uh, but it started out as you know she started out as an intern and which gave me a chance to kind of learn how to work with uh, with staff and 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 also to you know to do it while I wasn't. You know, spending money on something that I wasn't efficient at, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then at one point I you know gave her a, you know brought her on as an employee, and then and then gave her a raise, and then brought her on full time, and, and so it's on exciting. And so yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and that's the thing is if you're gonna if you're if you're going to maximize your impact, right? I, I don't know any you know company that's changing the world with 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 a solopreneur behind the wheel. <laughs> you it's, know, it's so true, right? And, and, and the the hardest challenge I think for growing a team is you become responsible for people's actions and productivity and mindset outside of your own and that requires you to really elevate your game i mean you really have to be the one showing up at a high level every day and leading by example and you know the hardest thing more so than leading other people is leading yourself and doing sure. that at a, at a consistent intentional day in and day out you know level so that that's been a, a constant challenge for me and it's something that um you know keeps me kind of up at night sometimes and I'm always sure. wondering how can I grow myself how can I raise my game and how can I bring that back into my organization and, and pass that on to other people so they have the impact that you know I think I'm having myself yeah no fantastic point it's that, that is leading others is the best way to put yourself in a position where you have to lead yourself right because you, you can't let them down so uh, well, cool let's uh, wrap this up man Re really great really great wisdom shared today and, and I'm so proud of you Matt for all you're accomplishing and, and not just what you're accomplishing but more importantly the the way you're doing it that, that you really are doing it uh, to make an impact you know and I, and I know your heart and I know that that's true for you so thank you Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. What is the best way for people to follow you, get a hold of you, learn from you, take your real, the new real estate investing course, uh, et cetera, et cetera? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, anybody can reach me. I'm very active on you know Facebook. So Matt Aitchison on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Matty Aitchison. And uh, you Spell can always... Aitchison because it's, <laughs> yeah, right? it's, 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 it's uh, not the it's way it sounds. A-I-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. And uh, they can check me out on millionairemindcast.com. And I just want to you know, commend you on what you're doing, how you have paved the way for a lot of people to see in themselves sometimes what 
um, gets clouded by a lot of the you know craziness of the world and distraction in the world. So keep doing what you're doing, brother, because uh, you're changing a lot of lives, man. I'm just a great grateful to be kind of rolling in the wake. We'll just keep paying it forward, round and round we go. And yeah, no, I you, you got it, man. Um, and, and I will see you. Uh, will we see each other before Best Year Ever Blueprint? I'm trying to think, what we got next. I don't know, man. We I don't got know so much going on, but I'll see you soon. At the very sure. least, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you, Matt. And 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 achieve your goals, podcast listeners. Um, if you want to join us for Best Year Ever Blueprint, of course, go to bestyeareverlive.com. Check out the video right underneath the first fold of the screen. It's a three minute video, and I always joke, of course, that uh, you'll know within three minutes. Either you definitely want to be there to prepare in December to make 2000. At this point, it'll be 17, your best year ever, uh, or you'll know that you want nothing to do with us or that, you know, out of control energy, uh, positivity, et cetera. But uh, if you're a listener to the podcast, I think that uh, you'll be right at home. So uh, Goal Achievers, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to uh, tune in. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Matt as much as I did. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. You can find links to all the resources mentioned in this episode, as well as all the past podcast episodes over at halera.com slash podcast. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to halera.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for more people to find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. Well, all right, until next week, it's time for you to go out there take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.